Yo, what's happening? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 431 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. Today, I did a lot of research, and it's actually a lot of fun. Learning copywriting is like, okay, basically, one thing that's very, very, very important is that you do not skip out on the research that you do on your specific customer. Now, again, this is stuff that I'm learning. And to solidify it more in my brain, I'm teaching it to you. I haven't made hundreds of thousands of dollars or thousands of dollars from this knowledge or even millions of dollars from this just yet. But I am just relaying what I've learned. Okay. So if you want to listen and be skeptical, I, I wouldn't blame you. You can go do your research and find some of your own marketing stuff and you can listen to them say it. And if it carries more weight, then I I don't blame you. But I'm going to teach you what I'm learning that I'm applying. And then eventually when I'm making thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, then I'll be able to say this with a lot more credibility. So this is just me teaching you things that I'm learning that you can choose to apply or not. So one thing that I keep seeing over and over and over and over again is that the first step to writing effective copy, number one, is research. You got to do your research on exactly who you're targeting. You got to know them better than they know themselves. You got to know their headaches. You got to know their fears. You got to know what they are Googling for help for, you got to know what they're too afraid to look up in, in Google, what their fears are, what they really want, what their social circle looks like, what their job looks like, what kind of music they listen to, what kind of podcasts they listen to, what kind of books do they read, what age are they, what have they tried before, are they male, are they female? There's a lot that goes into this because if you can't sell to one, you can't sell to many. So you have to speak to a very specific person. Because if you don't speak to a specific person, and if it's too broad, then you're not really speaking to anybody. For example, when I do my podcast, you may or may not notice that I say you. I don't say you guys. I speak to you specifically. I'm talking to you. And it feels a little bit more conversational, even though you're just listening. But that's besides the point. You got to do research on the person. So number one, realizing like, okay, what does this person want? What do they want their life to look like? And also part of that research has to do like, like understand like, dude, like most of the research has already been done by other people. So what you do is you go look up direct competitors. You go look on uh, Amazon at the kind of books that your target prospect would read. You know what you do? You go to the bad reviews. But you go to the reviews that's not like, like fucking dumb shit. Like if you read some of those one-star reviews, you're like, Bro, like you just tanked 
you just brought this review down of this book like on a mistake that you made or something that's like really stupid but some of it is like they'll tell you what they're looking for like for example i help young entrepreneurs build relationships with seven to nine figure mentors so that they can build a business that allows them to do what they want to do, where they want to do it, and who they want to do it with. So I'm looking up, how are other people selling the idea of mentors? A couple people, Ty Lopez, how is he delivering it? Okay, well, Ty Lopez is more so of delivering this in terms of information through lessons that he's learned from mentors and books. 67 steps are the 67 frameworks that he's learned that helped him live the good life. He's not necessarily teaching you how to connect with these people. He's telling you what he's learned from experience and important books and mentors in his life. So then I'm like, okay, well, he talks about the application of the knowledge. Okay, well, let's look at, because that's not necessarily us. That's not what we do in terms of we're not really teaching our audience lessons from our mentors. We're teaching them how do you find a mentor? So now it's like, okay, well, let me look at people who teach people people how to connect with other people so how can i who who out there is teaching people how to build relationships how to build a network how to connect with the right people and looking at those kind of messages and looking at your competitors looking at what kind of headlines are your competitors using what kind of offers are they you like having what are they selling and looking at the copy on the page what hot buttons are they hitting what kind of words are they using and it would be very helpful for you to know if this company is successful or not and there's different ways to do that number 1 is you can go on to the facebook you can go on the Facebook. You can go on Facebook and then type in the name of the company, and then you can look at their Facebook page, and then you can scroll down, and then look at page transparency, and then click on the ads that they're running, and you can see how many ads they're running and how long they've been running ads for, and if this company's running ads and they've been running it for a while, well, chances are like that's a successful company. At least they're making enough money to provide them like to advertise to people so that's one way that you can check credibility or how well a business may be doing that's like sponsor sponsored ads is a is a good indicator of that because a broke person is not putting that kind of stuff out there right anyway so checking out those offers from your direct competitors people who offer that same product as you and see like okay like who is it that they're targeting? How is it that my product is different? So we got to remember something because there's people who may want what 
the product that your competitor is selling, but maybe they don't want it the way like how they communicate that. Maybe they're looking for something a little different, but it's on the money. And they may have actually purchased from that person, that competitor, and maybe fell short. Like, uh, I don't really, it didn't really solve my problem. So they're still looking for a solution to their problem. And then that's where it's like, oh, hey, here's this thing. And understand this, people are always looking for new, new information, new product, new something. It catches their eye like, oh, this new thing. Like you'll see Tony Robbins is like, like, he's must have done like five challenges since the beginning of this year. He probably does like a challenge once a month. And every single challenge has like a different name. And Pete Vargas does the same thing. He's like constantly doing these different challenges. Like your message matters, you know, own your future, um, game changers or whatever. Like all these different things that they're putting out there. And they're all new, new offers. Even though Tony Robbins teaches the same thing. Tony's message isn't changing. But it seems like it's new because there might be new speakers. The message sounds a little different. It hits different hot buttons. Ty Lopez's business partner, Rudy Maurer, I had attended an, a war room intensive of his about Facebook ads maybe two weeks ago online through Zoom. And Rudy said that he's had the same offer, which is a Facebook ads course for the last five years. The product has never changed. Of course, he's probably improved it, but it's not like he went to a Facebook ad thing and then to another product and then he's selling the same thing. Only thing that he's changing is the messaging. That's it. He said he's run like over 40 hooks and like he's done like over a hundred different ads or I don't know. He's tested like so many different things, but it's essentially all selling the same exact thing. But if you can position something as new, it catches people's attention. And they're like, oh my God, what is that? So that's very important. So understanding like, okay, like you're doing your research on competitors and seeing, okay, like how is mine different and how can I position it to like, I can use like similar words and verbiage. Because like obviously like they're successful because they have some kind of attention getter that appeals to that specific audience. And how can I show that, okay, like, but we're different because this is this is why and this is what we're doing. And tapping into that market. So it's really cool because I was doing research and I'm like looking at other people's offers and I'm like putting in testimonials. I'm listening to testimonials. And by the way, testimonials are a good way to do research as well because people will tell you. Oh, before I had joined so-and-so's program, I, and listen to what they say, I couldn't, I didn't know what my goals were. I was lost. I blank. I couldn't get myself to follow through. I couldn't trust myself because I kept messing up. And they'll straight up list their pain points for you. I didn't have energy. I didn't blah, 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 blah. But then when I took the program, I, and then they talk about all the things that they're looking for, all the solutions that they are happy that they got. So looking at your competitor's testimonials are extremely powerful. 
And going back to the reviews thing, I don't know if I mentioned this, but looking at like when someone writes like a review that isn't a five-star review that's like, oh, this is like, I blew my mind and changed my world. But like someone like, you want to look like a three-star reviews, right? Because it's like, yeah, this was positive, but they usually give something constructive in there. Like with a book that you can consider a competitor to what we do is Mentor to Millions by Mark Tim and Kevin Harrington. And you'll see people say, oh, wow, like I was hoping to get direct wisdom from from Kevin. Like what were the main principles like from him? But like it's mostly about Tim and his family and how he used like principles to teach his family about business and stuff. Like I was hoping to hear about Kevin Harrington a lot more. Like he didn't really have a huge role in the book. Okay, I guess this is lessons from Kevin, but like I was hoping to actually hear a lot more from Kevin. So like think about like what's the communication about that? Like people are like, well, we're actually looking to get business lessons from the man himself. So it's like, okay, they're looking for information from someone who's extremely successful, which then ties into Ty Loba's this thing. It's like, well, hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like you can see how like you're making those kind of connections where it's like, okay, like oh, I can see why Ty Loba's this thing is super successful and I can see why like the launch of Mentor to Millions was successful because it's like, oh, men- like here's the key lessons from these mentors. Not necessarily teaching about teaching them how to get mentors, but the lessons learned from mentors. But our thing is different because we're teaching you how to get those mentors. And now we're taking these elements about this information of which is super, super successful people and now we're tying it to people with products and looking at how are people selling building a social circle? How are people selling building a network? How are people selling that and taking the pieces from that and tying it to the power of mentorship and and running with that? Is this making sense? I'm hoping this is making sense. But it's cool because you get to like see like the kind of people who are buying their products because that gives you a window into who your audience is and where they're at and you get to learn more and then that will help you speak to that one person a lot better because you know who they are you know what their problem you know what their financial situation is you know what their social life looks like you know a lot about that person so whatever product you're selling do some research. Do research on indirect competitors and direct competitors. Look at their headlines. Look at their copy. Look at their offers and uh, see where you're unique and how you're different because you're going to have to communicate that to them because it has to feel new to them so that they're like, oh my God, here's this new thing that can help me out. And your audience has shiny object syndrome. They're buying shit all the time. They're buying shit that they're not applying. Um, Hopefully, you can be a person that actually walks them from A to Z and help them get the result. And you're not just selling them just to make a buck, but really selling them because you genuinely want to help and make a difference because you can get money one time. It's that reoccurring to get that person to buy your second program, your third program, your fourth program, the person who will follow you for, for years and buy consistently. Because you genuinely help them out and help them from A through Z each and every single time and you deliver a fantastic service. But 
only way to deliver that fantastic service is if you are able to enroll them in your fantastic service. And the way you enroll them in your fantastic service is you got to do your due diligence first. Before you write a single word of copy, you got to do your research on your target audience. With that being said, I'm going to be doing a deep dive with my business partner um, either tomorrow or the next day on pain points, like running them through digital marketers before and after grid, going coming up with their pain points, what and like how exactly does our product solve that thing and and, and tying things together and really getting to know our specific pro- prospect and what they want so then we can market that to them and in their face so then like, oh, these people get it. These people know exactly what I want. These people solve a specific problem that I'm looking to solve and they know me and talk to me better than anyone else does. I'm happy to give them my fucking money, okay? All right, awesome. Hey, with that being said as well, having a mentor can drastically shortcut your process. So like I was I was thinking about this today, right? I was thinking you know, I'm learning copywriting. Like it would be awesome if I had a copywriting job where I worked for with the company that I really respect, like one of my mentors or something like that, one of my successful mentors that I built a relationship with. And I can reach out to maybe if they don't if they if they're not hiring, they can probably refer me to someone who is. And then I was going down that rabbit hole, like, man, that'd be kind of cool. You know, like I was thinking about that and I was thinking, yo, that's actually really cool how like I have that option. I have the option if like, if I want to change my life and I actually want to get hired, um, I can, you know, likely make more money than, cause I'm, I'm already working as a copywriter right now. And it's enough, like, like as far as time commitment wise, like it works perfect. Cause I'm doing a big launch and it's enough for me to cover my expenses. It's like, I, it's enough for me to not have to put too, too, too much time in it. it it's a great place for where I'm at right now. But like in the event where it's like, hey, you know what? I can dedicate a little bit more time to a job and also I, I can make some more money and I can also build my business on the side. Like it's cool that I have options to reach out to mentors who are successful, who would be happy to help me out and give me, land me a job to learn this and probably even work closer with them, with their marketing and they can teach me, I can run things by them and run things by their team and all this stuff. And if you don't have options like that, if you don't feel like, oh, like, how do I get a job? How do I make this happen? Whatever, in whatever field it is, like, hey, it actually makes sense for you to start building relationships with these mentors now. Because, like, you gotta, you gotta dig that well before you're thirsty. I've been adding value and helping out my mentors, and they've been helping me out as well. But it's great to know that if I want to go down that route, I can. So, if you don't have mentors, if you don't have those people that you can reach out to, well, hey, I actually put together a free course with my business partner about how do you build relationships with seven to nine figure mentors. It's a free course, right? A mentor can shortcut your process to help you build the business you want to build so that you can work where you want. You can do what you want to do. You can do it where you want to do it and you can do it with who you want to do it with. Okay. Wouldn't that be awesome to be able to be location independent and be able to do what you love and it's because like you knew the right person. Never forget, my this girl I used to date, she said, her mom once told her this. 
To be successful in life, it comes down to who you know or who you blow. I'm not about blowing people, but I am about knowing the right people. If you can figure out a way to build that relationship with them, you're in. So you can go to outliercircle.com and pick up that free course. And it teaches you how do you message them? What's their reality like? How do you communicate with them? How do you start building that relationship? So then when you find yourself in a position where you're like, hey, I actually do need some help or I like some opportunities. I love some introductions. I would love to find myself in more high quality rooms. Like you have that relationship that's been built over time. And we teach you exactly how to do that. Okay. It's completely free. Go to outliercircle.com and go ahead and grab it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.